Did you always know what you wanted to do? Or did you accidentally land in a career that was just right for you? Did you pioneer your way into a field you were passionate about from childhood? Or did you forge a path for yourself filled with innumerable twists and turns? Did you do it your own way, to quote the song, or did you have some help, guides, mentors, and great professors? Welcome to this episode of the Beyond the Podium podcast series. My name is Alexandra Bitton bailey and I'm your host, and I'm so excited about this episode and our guests. The Beyond the Podium podcast series at the University of Florida is on teaching and learning, and our guests offer their best tips, strategies, innovations, and stories. Now that you've had time to reflect on those big questions I asked a few moments ago, and you're filled with anticipation, I think it's time we introduce our guests. Our guests today are Andy Cochran, Jason Williams, and Sarah Gold. All of them work in the Career Resource Center, and all of them are passionate about coming alongside you to help your students discover their own path. After all, the CRC is here to provide workshops, mentoring programs, professional development opportunities, career planning appointments, help with resumes, and so much more. But the most important thing that they have to offer is that they too remember being students struggling to find direction. I actually graduated from the University of Colorado um, with an undergraduate degree in psychology. And like all psychology majors, I said, what am I going to do with this? And so I said, I graduated. I'm going to Disney World. (laughs) And I did. Um, So I went to Walt Disney World on the college program. And I spent um, 10 years of a career at Walt Disney World um, doing a little bit of everything. So... um, kind of migrated through the company, worked probably about eight to nine different jobs in that 10 year period. But that's normal for Disney. If you don't work eight or nine, that's, (laughs) that's not normal. (laughs) So it's normal to navigate the company. Um, and while I was there, I sort of always had this like grassroots career development side of me, um, because at Disney, they, um, they're very, they want you to kind of navigate the company. They want you to have a full career there, but there's not like a career resource center at Walt Disney World. So it's kind of up to the different areas to sort of do what they can to help um, the cast members uh, navigate through the company. And so I kind of always took that on once I realized how to navigate through the company. I kind of always took that on as kind of my, um, the thing that was like my, my brand as I was like the career person. Um, And then after 10 years of being in Orlando, I decided I don't want to be in a big city anymore. <laughs> I um, had done so much at Disney that I was like, okay, I think I've, I've came, I did what I came here to do and I'm ready to, to move on. Um, and my mom actually also worked there. So we kind of collectively decided we're ready to move to a smaller, you know, maybe more quaint place, but we want to stay in Florida. So that brought us here to Gainesville. Um, of course, I wondered what I was going to do when I got here because not being in higher ed, of course, I thought you have to be a professor to be in higher education. That's the only people that work here. (laughs) So um, when I started looking up jobs, I realized, oh my gosh, like there's, you know, this amazing job at the Career Resource Center. And um, I applied and here I am. So what is it that Andy loves so much about her work? What motivates her? What pushes her to keep helping students find their own way? I think it's that moment when a student is 
they go, oh my, oh my gosh, I didn't, I never thought of that. Or I never knew that, um, that website existed or my resume was a mess and now it's good. You know, that kind of like that aha moment for them where you realize like I taught them something and it's like, yes. (laughs) <laughs> no, it doesn't happen every time. I'll be honest. Sometimes it is just like the, okay, you got your resume good. You know, but when you have those students like realize something about themselves, about the career world, just something that you taught them new that they didn't know before. And especially and this, this sounds funny. It's like my own little personal success. When I have a student come back for like a repeat appointment, if I see that, even if it was a kind of a, a touch and go where I kind of see like, I don't, I don't know if they, if, if we, quite got there or not, then when I see that appointment pop up the next time, I'm like, yes, they came back for more. So I think just that the want for them to do it really motivates me to, and and motivates me to think of more ways that I can wow students with new resources or new ideas or something like that. So that really motivates me to say like, that's impactful. I need to make sure I'm up to date or educated or whatever you want to say that I can give that information out. For Andy, Jason, and Sarah, it was evident that their dedication came from the fact that somebody had poured into them in their early career or education. They had really found a mentor, someone to guide and advise them, someone who cared enough to invest time and energy in their future. And now they want to do the same. So if if I'm being completely honest with you, um, wasn't always the the greatest student or this you know polished career professional you see. I had a a mentor. He was actually the uh, journalism instructor at my high school, and uh, he knew my passion for music. He knew that I liked to read. He's like, well, hey, I want you to come and write for the uh, paper. And he gave me my my own column, and uh, I laugh about it because it was something something as small as that giving me my own uh, outlet that helped. As faculty, we play an essential role in our students' lives, education, and development. We are truly in a position that allows us to help them, to guide them, and to open new doors for them to walk through. We are here for students, and ultimately, we want to make them be productive members of society, and we want them to find what they love and Ultimately, that is the role that we should play. Um, I would even just say, as the role of a faculty member, they carry so much weight, and students really look up to them. They do, you know, that they, they have a very strong influence. So, if it's any pocket of students that they can influence to take advantage of having that relationship, the influence we have with our students, the weight we carry in their lives, really gives us an opportunity to impact them especially those that have not yet found a direction or, or those that have not identified their strengths. They really are hoping to find someone to guide them. You know, oftentimes there's, there's students who are, you know, go-getters, and they just know, like, I'm going to do this, and, you know, nothing is going to stop me. And then at times you may have students that they're still trying to figure out that path And so they may have an interest. And so that's a a point in time where I feel like faculty can say, well, you know, hey, I was in that position too, or, you know, and this is what I did. Letting them know that you weren't always a professor. You weren't always a uh, acclaimed writer. There were steps there. And so I think explaining those steps is not only great for the student to hear, but I think it also does something for that faculty. Oftentimes you'll see that it wasn't just you that made those steps. There were other people that helped you along the way. And I think reflecting on that, it gives you an idea that, you know, I might need to do the same to bring people up. 
I know we all care, and we all want the best for our students. But I also know that despite our best intentions, our schedules are already packed. And thinking of adding just one more thing to an already full plate is overwhelming. But fear not, because the CRC is here to help. We don't want them to feel like they have to reinvent the wheel of, you know, resources that are out there. We have them. We have them. We have them ready to go. Um, and we can partner together to try to get those out to the students if that's in the classroom, if that's making announcements of things that are happening outside of the classroom, however that might be. Again, but it's a, what I want, what I tell faculty in liberal arts and sciences is to partner with me sounds like a big job, but it's not. It's basically forwarding emails. <laughs> it's, you know, um, inviting me into the classroom. Like I, we, we have this motto of don't cancel class. You know, I think that's a thing. Like if, if a faculty member has to cancel class for a reason, don't cancel it. If you can't be there, I'll come and show up and do a workshop or do, you know, something. We had that happen the other day in, in the College of Engineering. A class was going to get canceled, and they actually invited two of us to come and do a resume workshop. So it was it was really cool because, you know, we got to kind of teach the class that day um, about something totally alternative to what the students were going to be there for. There are a multitude of ways that the CRC can support you and your students. And most of the time, it requires little to no effort on your part. The CRC does it all. In fact, the CRC will even invite and plan guest speakers for your class. And all it takes is a willingness to have them come. If they're willing to, again, bring people into the classroom, um, a way that we can kind of partner with them on that is we we work very closely with employers. And... Um, if they have a subject that they're teaching on, an employer would be more than willing to come in and speak mm. to that subject. Like so, something that would be, you know, because when an employer comes into a classroom, it's not necessarily just a an advertising plug that they want to do. An employer would be willing to come in and talk about um, maybe leadership, for example, and maybe how what the students are learning in their classes can translate into leadership and how leadership functions in a business setting or in a company yeah. or something like that. Um, so bringing those outside folks into the classroom to kind of tandem what the students are learning, um, could possibly be built into their curriculum. And if you're concerned about class time being limited, which I know it often is, the CRC can design and implement activities that your students can complete outside of class. These activities provide great real world applications and takeaways such as a solid resume. Actually, in a course that I'm working on right now, um, it's an online course, but it's for the public health program, and it's fantastic. It's kind of newer. It's been revamped a little bit, um, and the professor is having students meet with me for group career planning sessions outside of class. So I opened up a bunch of times on my schedule, and I just met with a group of students yesterday, actually. And of course, they kind of come in like, what are we doing here? Like, we're tired. By the end of the session, they're laughing, talking. They, they got so much from it. We talked about resume building. We talked about interviewing. We talked about what they want to do with their future. And they see value in the professional development. Developing professional skills is an essential part of students' higher education experience. And the CRC is here for that purpose. They want to help and partner with you to support your students by providing the best resources possible and to save you time. If you'd like to learn more or find out who your college-specific CRC staff member is, please check out the links on the teach.ufl.edu page. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Beyond the Podium podcast series at the University of Florida. You can look for other episodes on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes at FDTE at UF. And we hope to see you next time.